podcast that will encourage you to shoot your eye out. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> just saying. <clears throat> review. Guess what this week's review is about? What? Yes. No. Yes. Can't be. Yes. Christmas story. Woo! Christmas story. Yay! So, to break this movie down. Break it down? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to need a drink. (laughs) I need a drink. (laughs) I'll join you. Mm. So, Ralphie wants a BB gun. Good for him. (laughs) I actually think... Actually? Yeah, I actually think maybe he's a little too young for it. I think it's supposed to be, what? Nine? Nine or ten? Nine or ten. Wants a BB gun. That's his dream gift, right? So, hey. A lot of kids want toy guns. Yeah, I mean, I know that's a popular thing. Even, I don't know if it's popular now. I don't know. Oh, when I was a kid, I just wanted, like, toy guns. I didn't want no BBs. BBs. (laughs) I didn't want no BBs, man. So, he wants a BB gun more than anything, so he decides, like, well, it's it's basically most of the movie is him scheming trying to get this gun. <laughs> he asks his parents. They say no. Well, actually, his mom. He didn't ask yep. his dad. He asks his parents. Uh, I'm sorry, his mom. And she says, no, you're going to shoot your eye out. Then he decides, well. They're dangerous. Yes. And he decides, well, you know, I have this school project. I'll write this school project about this BB gun that I want. And then his teachers give him. I don't. Did she give him the grade based on his grammar and how he, you know, whatnot, or did she give him the C plus based on the fact that she doesn't like BB guns? I'd say option B. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that's kind of opinionated. You can't base your grade on the fact that. Well, I don't like that. Exactly. Yeah. But this is also supposed to be like 1940, so. Yeah. They could grade you back then. They could whoop you back then. I'm surprised nobody got hit in that class. You beat your kid in front of other people out in public and then... I know. They all look the other way. Nobody right. says anything there. Go ahead. So, he, he tries that avenue. That doesn't work. He gets a C plus. C plus! And he gets, you know, he downtrodden about it. And he says, I'll ask Santa. This, yeah, how could Santa. this pop- possibly go wrong? Uh. So then he goes to Santa. And he's, you know, a little starstruck. Hanging out with Santa. And uh, Santa says you'll shoot your eye out. So, you know, he can't win. But, and so I mean, in the midst of all this, other things are happening. There's Lots. a school bully that he's running from. And what's his name? Scott Farkas. What a rotten name. It is a rotten name. He's got green teeth. <laughs> like the Grinch. Yellow eyes, too. So help me God, yellow eyes. They weren't really yellow. No, not really. So, he's running from the bully. He's waiting on a decoder pin from his little orphan Annie secret society decoder pin. <laughs> um, there's a, a flagpole incident. We all know. And, it has nothing uh, to do with underwear. And no, 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 no. It has nothing to do with nothing, really. But So, all that, you know, his dad gets a major award. Uh, um... The major ward gets broken. Spoiler alert. I want it. He won it. Damn hell, you say you won it? <laughs> um, 
And uh, it's it's just a wacky, wacky few days in the life of Ralphie. But uh, Christmas comes. And Christmas as, goes. As it does. <laughs> and it's creeping up on us now. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I can't even believe. Today's 21st of December. Unreal. It is unreal. And I would be shocked, but, you know, I mean, time moves on. Yes. It's almost 2019. I know. Thank God. <laughs> this year has not impressed me at all. No. But that's neither here nor there. So, I'm trying to I'm trying to just get the the, just. the basis of the movie down. Now, we're gonna we're gonna go over some shocking uh, and disturbing so facts. Shocking. That you you may or may not believe. We did cover some other facts in our um, our weekly podcast hashtag Just Saying, episode number one fifty nine. So if you want to hear more facts, you can tune into that episode as well as. Um, well, you want more fun and laughter from us, you know? You can well, go watch too. and listen there. That too. We talk about other stuff. It's fun. Yeah. Very fun. Funny. So, one of the things I don't know, I don't know. Sean, Sean's got the list of the disturbing facts. I didn't I, even check it twice. I don't. Ha- I have not seen this list. I didn't even check it once. So I don't know what's on it, but I will tell you <laughs> something that always bothered me about this film. All right. Shoot. Oh, I shall. <laughs> Shoot. Ha. Shoot your eye out. Number one, he's a horrible shot. Okay. <laughs> so he'll make a good stormtrooper. Nah. <laughs> he puts the goddamn target on top of a metal sled. Idiot. Or a metal sign. Who does that? Ralphie. Yes. So the BB ricochets and hits him in the face. Coincidentally. You know, fulfilling the prophecy that he will shoot his eye out. He was so close. I know. Got right, right here or so. Missed his eye by a quarter of an inch. Mm. So there's that. Second. He would have been wearing an eye patch. His mom totally buys that an icicle fell off the garage and hit him. Which I'm like, eh, did mm. it though? Yeah. Mine wouldn't have. Yeah, no, well, you, mine you, neither. You did, didn't you? Yeah, mine neither, yeah. And my, so. my other big beef with this film. Beef. Oh, wait. Before I tell you that one, I'll tell you another one. <laughs> There's a scene after Ralphie, you know, fudges it up. He says, oh, fudge. <laughs> and then he gets in trouble for cursing. So the mother calls. He, he has the kid read out his friend. First of all, that's a horrible thing. And he should have just said, you know what? I, I just heard it. I heard it on the playground. I don't even know the kid. But you got to rat out your friend, you shit heel. So... <laughs> I would just came out and said it. I heard Dad say it all the time. Yeah, well, he didn't want to rat out his dad. So he says, and he rats out his friend Schwartz. So the mother calls Schwartz's mom and is like, hey, look what your kid did to my kid. And then the kid gets beat. <laughs> I see your Schwartz is as big as mine. Hmm. So then Ralphie's laying in bed and he says, three blocks away, Schwartz is getting his. Right. But in the beginning of the movie, when they're all walking to school... Schwartz walks out of his house. Schwartz only lives like two doors down. Mm-hmm. So, what the hell? Maybe to a nine-year-old, that's three blocks. <laughs> Maybe that's what his mom told him a block was. Oh, God. Just so that, like, he would stay in the neighborhood. Maybe she was calling like, him a block head and he wasn't listening. Be like, Ralphie, why don't you go three blocks down? It's only two houses away. 
And he thought, like, oh, my mom lets me go three blocks away. <laughs> so there's that. My but my my biggest, the the capper with this, is that when Ralphie goes back in the house after shooting his eye out, and they go upstairs, the back door is open. Okay. Okay. Now you see the father on the screen. The back door would be to if you're facing the screen, be to the right of the screen. From the left. The Bumpus Hounds, da 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 The Bumpus Hounds enter frame. 785 smelly hound dogs. And they run to the back, eat the turkey, and run out the back door. Run. How did the dogs get in the house? Because they didn't, the front door is not open. It's winter. They wouldn't have the front door open. Right. The back door is open, but if the dogs had come in through the back door, they wouldn't be parading through the house. They would be eating the turkey. I mean, which they ultimately do. But they would have to stand up on their hind legs, use their paw to open the screen door, and then go in. I want to see that part of the movie be like the dog paw, just... <laughs> well, I was going to edit a deleted scene. Yeah. <laughs> that will never be released. Yes. So that's my big grievance with this film. It's like, how the hell did the dogs get inside? They did not go through the back door. What is going on? So when they run out the door, you see the screen door broken, yep. broken out the hinges, hanging off mm-hmm. at an angle. No, yeah, because they all go charging out the door. They break it. Like a stampede of cattle. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> so that's now that I got that off my chest, <laughs> and I feel really good about myself, <laughs> we can talk about these shocking or disturbing, disturbing facts. facts. Now... Before we, before we, I know, I know, I just said we're going to talk about it, but now every year everybody knows, uh, either TBS or TNT, we, we still aren't really sure the the channel. I think it's TBS. I think it's both. Runs a 24-hour Christmas story marathon. Okay. Uh, okay. That's, that's actually one of those things that, like, I'll put it on and then just be, like, in and out of the room. Mm-hmm. It's like as I pass by. So usually by, like, Christmas, I've gotten the whole movie. Just by little pieces, and I can, you know, I've patchworked it together. Background sound. Yeah, I just put it on for background. Which, I mean, I don't know what their ratings do, but they've been doing this forever. So I'm guessing they do pretty pretty well. They must have. They're still doing it. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, it'd be like, what's the point, right? It's a little surprising these days, though, because we got Blu-ray, DVD, and streaming. Yeah. I guess it's the traditional thing. It's a traditional thing. Well, personal traditional thing. Well, before um, it was a movie, Gene Shepard, who narrates it, read the he, book, and he kind of stars in it. He wrote the book, and he used to have a radio show. And every Christmas Eve, he would read that chapter of the book that mm-hmm. the Christmas story was based on. Right. It's it's actually called Duel in the Snow, or Red Rider Nails the Cleveland Street Kid. It's the name of uh, the name of the chapter. That sounds like a poem. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> and it's actually really good. If um, actually, I think there's a recording on YouTube of him reading it, uh, but it's from like 1974, so the the recording quality is not that good. But if you have the means, uh, by all means, by all means, mm. check it out. We it's, ain't stopping you. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> but after you, you know, do do with us. <laughs> so. Now Enjoy that I've, us first, and then yes. go over there. So now that I've interrupted you like 12 times, 
we'll do the 11 shocking. Because I <laughs> have a 12 because, comes 11. Because I have a cold, so now I can be quiet. <laughs> One. During the fantasy cowboy scene, One Ralphie was chewing. Sensation. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and she said she was going to be quiet. I <laughs> did. I lied. Um, the film was extremely low budget, and a lot of corners were cut with healthy with health and safety. Oh boy! But when it came time, oh, sure. when it came time for Ralphie to fight Black Bart, a cameraman grabbed real tobacco chew, stuck a few leaves in Peter Billingsley's mouth. And he was 12 years old at that time. Oh, my God. He's uh, Peter said he got dizzy, flushed, and his lips burned. Afterwards, he threw up. Oh, my God. Let's get a 12-year-old tobacco chew. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Good thing he got hooked on it. I know. We could blame the cameraman. Jeez. That's <laughs> disturbing. That is disturbing. I thought. Sean maybe- said it'd be disturbing. It's true. All right, for that scene. Yeah. One way to make it look like he's got chewing tobacco in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Give the kid a big wad of gum, and just tell him to keep it tucked in, like between his gum and his lip. I I I don't Who's know. Who's gonna really notice that it's not brown? Wow. I know it's it, that's weird. Oh, it says eleven shocking and disturbing. Well, facts. I am shocked and disturbed. Yeah. Hearing that they gave a twelve-year-old chewing tobacco. Mm-hmm. Two. The creepy people at the department store were not actors. The Santa and scary elves were all real people recruited from the local community, not actors. Mm-hmm. The kid in the flight goggles annoying Ralphie in line to meet Santa. Well, he was just a kid in the department store. Director Bob Clark and Billingsley both thought the kid was a weirdo, so they invited him to be in the film. Three, a Christmas story was based on Gene Shepard's story in God We Trust. All others pay cash. Originally published in a series of Hugh Hefner's Playboy magazine. Yep. He got the Humor Award that year for that, that story. Porn. <laughs> humor. Porn. Humor porn. Four. Director Bob Clock first heard of the story in 1968 on his car radio while on a date. Uh. They got to their destination, but Gene Shepard wasn't done reading the story. So Clock circled the block to keep listening despite protests from his date. I'd really like to go home, Bob. No. <laughs> You'll go home when this story's finished. <clears throat> Don't you want to know how it ends? I thought we were going to the drive-in, not the drive-around. <laughs> <laughs> Taking you on a drive-around. <laughs> Better buckle up, baby. At least take me for a drive-by. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Look, there's your Make- house. <laughs> Parliament, Big Ben. <laughs> Make this day interesting and at least give me a drive-by. No. Yeah. Uh, five, Bob Clark direct, directed the critically panned but financially successful Porkies about high school boys trying to seek naked girls. The movie trailer promises to show you the naked shower scenes and graphic strip club dancing. After making studio a lot of money, he was allowed to direct anything he wanted, so he chose Christmas Story. Wise decision. Yes. Although a complete 360... From Porky's. Mm-hmm. Six. Mm-hmm. Corners were cut to save money in the real... Incendiary. Big words. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> was inserted into the actor's back pocket for the spark effect. Okay. 
That was actually titled a crew. The crew couldn't afford special effects, so the real sparks coming out of the stuntman's butt. Aw. So. Hey, I, Jeff, you got sparks coming out your butt. <laughs> I know. I had a burrito. Ooh. So I want to think that's a scene with Black Bart and his gang. Yes, it is. Yeah. Well, they should say that. <laughs> Licking the flagpole will really stick to your tongue. Countless boys and girls have liked freezing flagpoles after seeing a Christmas story, and as many as them have learned, and Mythbusters proved, your tongue will really stick to yes, a Yes, it will. It's science, kids. <laughs> Weird science. Fantasy space scene with Flash Gordon was filmed, but cut. <clears throat> Director added a few scenes not in Gene Shepard's story, including a fantasy space scene where Ralphie helps Flash Gordon. That's just weird. Very. I'm glad it was cut. Sometimes you hear about things and you're like, oh, wow, why was that cut from the movie? That would have been dope. Not this. Then you hear stuff and you're like, oh, that was a wise decision. <laughs> Good for you. Yes. Good for you. Uh, the incredibly racist scene at the end was a surprise to the actors. Uh. Clark did not tell the actors that the Asian men in the Chinese restaurant would sing mispronounced Christmas carols. The actors' reaction, including the mother giggling uncontrollably to the racist, politically incorrect stereotyping singing, was genuine. Yes. That's, you know... One of those things. It's like when you're a kid, it's like, oh, that's really funny. Then you get older, and it's like, ooh, <laughs> really? I'm going to save the next one for last. And then I'm going to go to the one that's oh, last. Oh, you're skipping around on me. Yes. Despite making good profits during the Thanksgiving weekend, theater owners decided the movie was played out <gasps> by mid-December and pulled the film just before the peak of the holiday. Um. After protesting the stupid decision, select theater. Ooh, <laughs> select ooh, select theaters played it again in January, but the movie didn't take the money it deserved until a VHS release later, years later. Yes. <clears throat> and lastly, in the famous scene where Peter Billingsley's Ralphie says "fudge" while oh. helping while helping the old man change the car tire. Ralphie was told to say the actual F word. They made him swear and choo-choo and tobacco. Scandalous as that is, he was 12, practically a teenager. So he really said, fuck. Oh! I don't know how to react to that. <laughs> that is disturbing. And I think... They weren't lying. I think on one of the other things that I have about that... Yeah. He said it quite a few times. Well, there are multiple takes. Mm-hmm. If I were him, I would screw up the take just so I can say it again. <laughs> hey, if you're 12 and you give him permission to say the F word. Oh, yeah. Ride that till the wheels fall off. That's what I say. <clears throat> yeah, Billingsley actually was actually saying fuck in every take on the famous old fudge scene. Jeez. Oh, my goodness. Well, fuck. <laughs> Fudge. Fuck. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, those are disturbing facts. 
Yep. Of of the film. Especially those two with him. Yeah. So that is the hashtag Just Saying Podcast reviewing A Christmas Story. Uh, tune in on December 24th to, uh, at any time, you can catch the marathon. Um, sometimes it's funny, like, just flip it around, then you just jump to the channel. Just see, like, what part they're on. <laughs> it's like, oh, this part. Oh, you know what I did today? Oh! What? I probably shouldn't admit this. Yes. Um, but I will anyway, because I just I already just started saying it. And this is kind of a funny thing to do. Um... It was funny to me. Uh, <laughs> I had it. I had it playing um, on Hulu while because it's on Hulu as well. So I had it playing on Hulu while I was at work, so I could just listen to it. My balls aren't moving. <laughs> Sean's got a little ball on his Santa hat, and he's mad it's not flopping. <coughs> nah, he's mad that it's not flopping around. Yeah. I actually turned on My the... balls are stuck. Your ball's stuck. Well, the <laughs> heat will do that. <clears throat> uh, I actually turned on the subtitles, which is really, really funny when the dad is swearing at the furnace. Huh. gummit. He says gummit. He's like, stupid skates, and he's just screaming... All these crazy fake swear words. It's really funny. There's one part of that mm. that I've always loved. What? He says Monday Noodle. Yes, he does. Yo, and Monday Noodle. I have no idea. It's but it's really <laughs> funny to put on the subtitles. So if you uh, if you're at a holiday party or whatever, and the Christmas stories on, throw on the subtitles and see everything that he says because it's very bizarre. Now I don't think it catches everything he says. But it doesn't mostly. It doesn't, and it tries really hard. It just says, like, you know, incohesive swearing, and it's like, oh, he's cursing. So. <laughs> oh, well, we heard it a million times from his old man. Yes, he did. That's where he heard it from, not Schwartz. Uh, so thank you very much for joining us. We will uh, be back next week. You check out our weekly podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Oh, shit. You were so behind, and Google Play. All right. <laughs> I was like dazed out about that Monday noodle. No, nah, you just think about his Monday noodle. <laughs> so uh, thank you for, for listening and, and watching. You can catch the video on YouTube. We do the first 20 minutes of the podcast up on YouTube. Uh, we do it live without a net. <laughs> so if you want to check that out. Uh, I'm going to shut up. Uh, yeah, totally. I'm going to shut up now because my voice is fading and I'm really about to cough. Mm. So Sean's got something to tell you. Have a good everything. <laughs> <laughs>